This happened seven years ago. I'm 20 years old now. My parents were away from home for a family emergency. I'm the only child, and whenever my parents left and I stayed home alone, I usually didn't get scared. This was the third night by myself. I was playing video games and eating junk food, and then I hear a knock on the door. I was wondering who it could be knocking on someone's door at a later time like this. I could see a man peeping through the small glass windows surrounding the door. I could hear him yelling. He was saying, I'm really hurt. Please let me come in. I said, what's wrong? And he said he broke his foot. This seemed kind of weird to me. I asked him how he broke his foot, and he told me he was walking around the neighborhood and tripped over his foot and landed in an odd way. He was begging me and screaming, telling me that if he got really hurt, he's going to sue me for not helping him. I said I would call him an ambulance and for him to wait outside. After I said that, he said if you don't let me in, I'll slit your throat and cut your body in half. As soon as he said that, I grabbed my dad's shotgun that he keeps on the highest shelf of the kitchen and I grabbed the phone to call the police. I told the man that the police are on his way. He then told me that they won't make it in time. He was trying to bust open my dining room window. By the way he was hitting it, it looked like it was about to break. I quickly ran upstairs into my room and decided to hide under my bed. I called the cops and the operator told me that they would be there in a couple minutes. As soon as the operator said that, I heard the window break. He must have found a large rock in my front yard. I could hear him checking all the rooms downstairs. Then I heard him coming up the stairs. He checked my parents' bedroom and then the closet. Then I heard him trying to open my door. I grabbed the shotgun tightly in my hand and waited for him to break down my door. He was now kicking it as hard as he could. It just took a couple of hits for him to knock it down. I could see his feet as he tried to open the closet door in my room, which I locked purposely to confuse him. I heard him say, I know you're in there. I was wondering if I should shoot his leg or try to sneak past him and run out. I wouldn't be able to sneak out without making some noise. At that moment, I had forgot that I was under my bed and went up and hit my head making a very loud noise. The man quickly turned around. He said, oh, trying to be a smartass, huh? Then I heard sirens as soon as he said that. Oh shit, you got lucky this time, but you won't the next. He tried to run quickly out of my room, but I grabbed his foot, making him fall hard to the ground. I was holding it with all my might as I heard the police rushing upstairs and they got a hold of the man. I came out with a shotgun, and the police were pointing their guns at me now. I quickly explained everything, and the police understood. Apparently, they found the man's van parked in front of my house. He had many sharp knives, duct tape, a camera, and a rope. I couldn't have imagined what he would have done to me if I hadn't locked that closet door. The police called my parents and told them what happened. They came home three days earlier, and my mom hugged me very tightly and so did my dad. My mom told me that they had sentenced the man to 15 years without a chance of getting parole. We moved from the house a month later, and I've had a lot of nightmares about it. It took me a long time to get back to normal. I never stayed a night alone until I moved out of my parents' house, and I have three guns in my house just to be extra safe if anything like this ever happens again. I want to preface the story by stating that I've had my fair share with creepy men. 
This situation, however, scared the life out of me. It's the first time I generally felt like my life was in danger. My husband and I had to drive 17 hours last week to North Carolina for a wedding. It was an exhausting week, and we basically spent the entire time rushing from one family gathering to another. We were staying in a motel for the time that we were there. We had already been at the motel for a few days by the time the actual wedding rolled around. The day of the wedding was hectic. We were rushing around trying to get ready to leave for the venue. My husband got ready before me so he could do some last minute things before we had to leave. That left me alone in the motel room to get ready before he returned. It was brutally hot outside and I decided to do my hair and makeup in just my underwear so I wouldn't be sweating in my nice dress the whole time. With the motel was laid out, the sink and mirror were in the general open area of the room with the toilet and shower in another room. So anyone walking by our window could see me standing at the mirror. However, I did have the curtains closed, but these curtains were a little bit sheer. So you could technically see a shadow of someone walking by outside or could maybe see a silhouette of me inside the room. I was curling my hair in the mirror when I noticed a silhouette of a man walking by my room. As he passed my window, I see him stop and start trying to look into my window. At first I thought it was my husband trying to see if I was ready, so I paid no mind to it. But the longer the guy stood there, bobbing his head around trying to get a better look through the curtains, I began to realize it was not my husband, because obviously he would have just came in. Now I'm starting to freak out a bit. Before I could do anything though, I watch as this guy start to go for the room door. My utter shock and horror came true when he was actually able to open the door and walked inside. Before my husband left, he forgot to pull the door shut all the way till it clicked into lock. So now I'm face to face with this man, and I'm in my underwear no less. He was at least six feet tall and standing in my room. I thought to myself, this is it, he's gonna attack you. That was a very scary realization to have. I also thought to myself, you're gonna have to burn out his eye socket with this curling iron if you want to survive. For a few seconds, probably only a second or two, but it felt a lot longer. He just stood there staring at me like I was a piece of meat and he was starving, ready to pounce on me like I'm prey. Then he began to smile with the most evil looking toothy grin I've ever seen and started mumbling something under his breath. I couldn't make out what he was saying completely, but I did make out the words pretty lady and come here. I don't know if it was a fight or flight response, but I suddenly got pissed. I charged towards him, ready to strike him with a hot curling iron. I screamed as loud as I could, get the hell out of here. It must have startled him because he jumped back out onto the balcony and out of the motel. I saw this as my chance and ran to the door. I luckily was able to get to the door and slam it shut right before he was about to make a second attempt at entering. I immediately collapsed to the floor, sobbing. I literally was too scared to move from the spot until my husband came back 15 minutes later. I told him the whole thing and he was freaked out. He initially wanted to find this guy so he could beat the crap out of him, but I refused to let him leave my side. He apologized to me a thousand times during the rest of our trip for not making sure the door was locked before leaving. But I told him that that day was so rushed that I could see how it happened. We went to hotel management and told them the whole story. The police were obviously called and I gave the description of the guy 
so they could see if it was someone that was staying at the motel. After going around to a few motel occupants, they said that there was no match of his description, concluded that he wasn't staying there. Obviously, we were late to the wedding that day. The whole experience just ruined what should have been a happy time. We planned on staying another day before a long drive home, but both of us just wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. We skipped most of the reception and went back to the motel to pack up and we left. I am usually always so vigilant with locking my doors, especially when I'm home alone. Just to show you, all it takes is one time to forget to check your locks and that certain unwanted guest inviting themselves in. I live in a fairly rural town in northeast of England. It is surrounded by countryside and smaller villages. Because of this, there is very little serious crime. Worst thing that had happened that I can remember was a stabbing around eight years ago. And in more recent years, a friend of mine got the crap kicked out of him because he was drunk and two teenagers were looking for a punching bag. He came out with a bunch of bruises, but otherwise was fine. This is just to give you a sense of the place I live so you can understand the situation a little better. I live right next to a bad part of town, the part where the majority of crimes happened. There was even one bloke that dumped a half a rabbit on a doorstep of a corner shop as a prank. So it's a pretty rough area. Anyway, the downside of living next to this area is that you hear a lot of noises during the night. Having lived in the city for three years while going to university, I got used to the constant noise the sirens, the traffic, so when I finally got home to the comparatively quiet town, it took me a long time to readjust, which meant I would hear a lot of strange things, and on occasion saw things far stranger. So with my difficulty falling asleep for the first few nights, I lay in bed hopelessly trying to sleep. I should explain that there are four typical noises that I hear in my town. The clock bell ringing every quarter hour, Teenagers thinking that they were cool, blasting music past their bedtime on their way home, teenagers in general being loud, and drunks. While failing to get to sleep, I hear voices. I take a look out the window and watch these people walk past. Pretty standard. Next, a drunk shouting about how he's gonna clock someone's head in. And then finally, just before I went to sleep, a random guy walking home alone, presumably after having a couple drinks himself. A few more days go by with more noises, but then, I heard a scream. It sounded like it was coming from a little girl. She sounded upset like her mom scolded her for something. I then heard shouting and the screaming continued. Then both trailed off and then stopped. I suspected that it was just a really tired child whose irresponsible parents had kept them out too long. It wouldn't be the first time I heard something like this while being there. So I continued on night after night trying to sleep. Nothing interesting truly starts until about a week later. I was playing Sims 4 at about 1.30 a.m. and I hear a guttural scream, but I can't figure out where it's coming from. The sound was either reverberating too bad or it was at the road adjacent behind the houses in front of my own. Either way, I lost interest in the screaming and it stopped after a couple seconds and I still couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Two nights pass. Once again, I'm playing Sims 4, and I hear the screaming. This time much closer. Close enough that I should be able to see it if it weren't nighttime. We don't have a lot of streetlights on our street. Maybe one or two. 
There's a good 20 meters or so between streetlights where it's pitch black darkness. I'm looking and trying to see things the best I could, but it was no good. Which brings me to day. I was climbing into bed and I hear a bike ride past. I take a quick look out of my window and I didn't see any signs of a bike anywhere. But while staring out the window, I see a man step out from the darkness in the middle of the road. He looks like he's just walking down the road. And I don't think there's an issue until he steps right in front of my house. I quickly turn off my lamp and hide out of sight. The street lamp I mentioned earlier is directly opposite of my house, so the light shines directly into my room. So watching from the darkness isn't an option for me, but it heavily silhouettes anyone not facing it. As I lean to see if he's gone yet, to my horror, I see him at my garden fence, and I can only presume He's looking directly at my window. I panic and take cover again, listening carefully for footsteps that would indicate that he had left. After about five minutes or so, I hear them. But to my terror, it sounds like he's walking up the steps into my garden. I'm too scared to look, but after mustering up enough courage and strategy to keep myself in the dark, I do. He wasn't there, but I know what I heard. Three footsteps towards the entrance of my garden, four steps up the stairs, and finally three steps to the left onto the gravel. And yet, he was gone. No sounds of gravel or footsteps. I waited a couple more minutes, but I haven't heard any noises from within my house. We have a one-year-old, very excitable dog named Dana that would bark the roof off of the place if he came through the back. And I would hear him coming through the front because I'm directly over the two entrances and I would hear him breaking the window or door. So I'm sure that he's gone, but I can't help but feel he may pay my house more visits. I'm an insomniac, and it mostly sucks, but one summer night, insomnia most certainly saved my life. It was around 3 a.m. I was 18 at the time and home alone. I went to bed at 12.30. So not only was I pissed that I couldn't sleep, but I was also getting bored. So I thought I would just get up and watch a movie or something and hoped that I would feel tired soon enough or at least entertain myself for a bit and time would go faster. When I got out of my bed, I heard a noise coming from my bedroom window. It sounded like something scraping against the metal frame. I went to go pull up the blind to see if there was something there. And just before I could, I heard a click coming from the window. I knew that sound. It was the sound that my window made when I unlocked it. I felt my heart skip a beat, and I couldn't describe how much fear I was in at that moment. I knew that it wasn't something, but someone at my window. While I was frozen in fear, I heard my window slowly and gently slide open. I felt a mix of fear and rage. Someone was breaking into my house, into my room. I had a sword collection on my wall and I took the sharpest one and made the blade pass through one of the slides of the blind where someone would have been in order to open the window. I felt that I hit something with my blade and I heard a short scream of pain. I took a step back and was going to hit again when I heard footsteps running away towards the street. My sword still in hand, I pull up the blinds and there was no one there now. I close my window and block it off so it couldn't be opened again. With the adrenaline still rushing, I took my phone and called the police, while keeping one eye on my window and another on the tip of my sword, 
where I could see blood. The police arrived soon after, and nothing else happened since. The intruder was never found. So whoever tried to climb into my room in the middle of the night, let's not meet. One evening, when I was a junior in high school, my mom and dad went out, leaving me home alone. I had a lot of homework to do, so I spent the whole evening sitting at my desk in my bedroom. My parents left the house around 6 p.m. While I was doing homework, I put my headphones on and listened to loud music. There was a storm that night, and my desk was facing the window, so I could see the rain and the lightning outside. My parents came home around 11 p.m. When I saw their car drive up, I took off my headphones. As soon as my mom opened the front door and came inside, I heard her shout my name. What on earth happened here? She demanded in an angry voice. Confused, I ran downstairs. My mom was standing in the hallway with a furious look on her face. She pointed at the floor and yelled, Was this you? I looked down and saw the carpet was covered in muddy footprints. I have no idea how those got there. I spent the whole night at my desk doing my homework. I watched as her face changed from anger to confusion and then to fear. We both realized at the same time someone must have been in the house. We followed the trail of footprints trying to make sense of the whole situation. They started out the back door which we usually leave unlocked. Then we noticed something else. The footprints started at the back door but there is no trail of the footprints going back through that door. All of a sudden, we hear a loud, pounding noise that echoed throughout the house, then the sound of the front door being wrenched open and slamming shut. We all ran into the garage and locked the door behind us. My mom took out her cell phone and called the police. Please come quickly. There's someone in our house. After what seemed like hours, a patrol car arrived with two police officers, a male and a female. One of the officers stayed with us in the garage, while his partner went through the house, searching it room by room. When she came back, the female officer told us that there was no one in the house, and it was safe to go back in. As we were all breathing a sigh of relief, she asked, Whose bedroom is upstairs on the left? My parents looked at me. It's mine, I told the officer. She asked me to follow her. As we walked through the house, we could see the trail of the muddy footprints leading from the back door, through the living room, through the hallway and up the stairs, into my parents' bedroom, and towards my room. They stopped at my doorway. The female officer pointed at the door, which had been open the whole night. Scrawled on it, in blue marker, was the following. 847. I see you. 853. You forgot to lock your back door. 8.59 You seem focused. 9.27 Turn around. 9.47 Look at me. 10.15 Look at me. 10.37 Look at me. 10.49 Look at me. For more than two hours, someone had been standing in my doorway, watching me. To this day, I still shudder to think of what would have happened if I would have turned around.
I live in a fairly secure area and have two dogs, one of which is a large Doberman and the other is a poodle. I was home alone as my parents were out for the weekend. Our dogs bark a lot as they are protective and our neighbors really hated when the dogs barked and we would often get notes telling us to keep our dogs quiet. One of the more threatening ones was that they would hurt our dog if we wouldn't keep quiet. So my parents had taken the dogs to a dog kennel to avoid any complications. I was home alone playing video games and watching movies for the weekend. It was the night after they had left and I was playing a video game. I think it was Rainbow Six. I was playing with a few friends online and I had a microphone. I had my window open while I was playing and my friends kept telling me to stop making that squeaky sound. I questioned what they meant and my friends said they heard a loud banging. I removed my headphones and that's when I heard the sound of something slamming against the gate. I peered out my window and saw a tall stocky man with a black hoodie on. I decided to call 911, still watching the man from the window. I was talking to the 911 operator and they told me to lock myself in a room, get out of sight and the police officer was on their way to check it out. But I was overly curious and it got the best of me. So I decided to keep watching the man. He finally broke the wooden gate off the hinges, but he didn't enter. He just stood there with something strapped around his shoulder. Upon further inspection, only from the moonlight, I saw it was a hunting rifle. That's when I decided to hide under the bed and listen out for anything. It was quiet, too quiet. A loud shatter broke the silence, which was the back door smashed and footsteps following. The intruder entered my house and it sounded like he was searching for something. He slowly crept up the stairs. I was getting more and more scared. All of a sudden, I heard a police siren and I made a stupid decision of bolting and trying to escape the house. I started down the stairs and turned a corner and was greeted by the large man. The man grabbed me by the neck and all I could hear was the police sirens getting louder. The police were knocking on the door and I was quickly losing breath from the man's grip. The man let go and I was able to grab his rifle and aimed it at him. I pulled the trigger but nothing. It didn't fire because I'm a dumbass and the safety was on. But the police shortly kicked down the door and tased the man. The man was found and charged for breaking and entering and carrying an unlicensed firearm. I'm thankful for my safety and I know everything could have ended very badly. I found myself at home one weekend night. My parents went out of town and I was returning from a canceled sleepover at my friend's house. The lights were on when I got to the door and I remember getting a phone call from that same friend shortly thereafter, which would end up being the last normal event of that night. My brother was playing video games in the next room and I could hear him tapping furiously at the video game while I spoke on the cordless phone. I walked around in the living room and ended the phone call in the kitchen when I remember hearing some sort of high-pitched squeal that came from the house somewhere. I couldn't place where it came from as it sounded the same in every room I went to investigate. It ended about a minute after it started and was interrupted by the phone ringing. 
but the phone wasn't in the kitchen where I left it. It was in the bathroom on the counter, in front of the sink. I answered the phone and there was no one there, so I hung up. It was at that point I heard a dragging sound. Like a large heavy object was being dragged in the attic crawl space above me. I followed the sound as it slowly navigated from room to room and ended up in my parents' bedroom, who at the time still had a waterbed. After the sound made it to the far wall, it stopped and the phone rang again, and this time it was my friend on the other line. I told him what was going on and he told me to be careful and call the police. After I got off the phone, I laid down on the waterbed. I then heard a knock on the door and answered it quickly, but no one was there. It was at this point I called my brother from his room to check something out. I stormed into his room and there's nobody there. His bed was made and his room spotless. Neither the console nor the TV was on and the controller was wrapped and unplugged. There's no way he could have hid and cleaned his room in those few seconds it took me to make it to his door of his room. I had been alone the entire night, hearing for 20 minutes straight my brother playing his game that he was not present to be playing. The phone rang again, but again, it was not where I left it. This time it was resting on the kitchen counter where I originally left it. So I walked through the entire house to answer it. It was my friend calling again. This time saying that the call was dropped for some reason and he was trying to call me back. I explained to him what just happened and I heard another knock on the door. Since I was standing right next to it, I peeked through the window within two seconds of the knocks and there was nobody there. At this point I opened the door and stepped out to the porch to make sure I didn't see anyone running away as I had a large wide open yard and there's nothing to hide behind. I walked into the front yard and looked around, but couldn't find anything. I found myself engaged in several more minutes of talking to my friend before I got off the line. And it was at that moment where I realized that the place I had been staring at while I was talking were two very large black reflective eyes looking back at me. The figure was tall and lanky and stood about 10 feet or so from me. The most notable feature he wore was an inhumanly large smile and he was grinning with oily mechanical teeth from literally ear to ear. Despite me staring directly at him for more than five minutes, I pretended that I didn't notice him and through willpower alone made it back inside the house without running as fast as I could. Instead I walked calmly. I remember feeling like if I ran, he would chase me and somehow knew that he would have caught me easily. I barricaded myself in my room for the rest of the night but did not fall asleep. The sun came up the next morning and my parents were home. Nothing like that ever happened before and nothing like that has ever happened since.